Carrie explained. Other people pay my mum to keep their horses here too. The big grey mare is mum's, and the little Arab with the black feet is going to be mine, when he's broken in. Carrie moved across the yard to a position where she could see between the stables and the trees. Chad followed her. Bryn was cross about his ruined experiment, but he was interested in the horses. He swung his body right side up, lowered his feet to the ground, and followed the other two. Looking in the direction that Carrie was pointing, he saw a sandy exercise yard, a large, grassy paddock, and the lake beyond. A group of horses grazed in the paddock, lifting their heads from time to time, their ears turning to catch any new sand, and their tails swishing the occasional fly. "'Can you ride?' Bryn asked. Carrie turned at the sound of his voice and regarded him curiously. "'Course.' Can you? We've had a ride on our cousin's pony when we stayed in the farm, Chad answered for him, wanting to sound important. But even from a distance, these horses looked much bigger and faster than Jamie's dumpy pony. Come on, then. Carrie set off across the yards, empty now that the horses had been let out onto the grass for the day. She disappeared into an open shed and came out with a lead rope. Her black rubber boots slapped against each other, marking time alongside the silent bare feet of the two boys. As they came close to a large chestnut gelding, he lifted his head, tossed his mane, and thundered away at a gallop. Two other horses, startled by his sudden movement, galloped after him, passing very close to Bryn. Carey ignored them, striding effortlessly across the cratered paddock towards a small horse with slim, dark legs and neat black hooves. "'Whoa, Kazam!' Carrie extended a hand towards him, but he danced away nervously. Seconds later, the ground trembled, and a flapping cloud of black duck rose into the air. Their harsh alarm cries were instantly lost as the roar of a heavy machine reached the children's ears. "'What's that?' Chad was the first to speak. All heads turned in the direction of the sand, but they couldn't see anything beyond the tall bulrushes on the other side of the lake. "'Sounds like a bulldozer,' Carey replied. "'Mum and the man from the council were talking about them building a business park or something.' "'What's a business park?' "'Dunno. Mum was hopping mad about the bulldozers knocking down everything and destroying swans' nests and stuff. Making scars, she called it. And the council man said, "'It's progress, Mrs. Finney.' You can't stand in the way of progress. Carrie put on a gravel voice and pulled her face into a grim caricature. Chad laughed, so Carrie added a stiff-legged walk to her performance. The black duck circled overhead, then flew away to the south, drawing a pencil line across the sky. The children moved on towards the lake, and a pure white mare appeared suddenly, ghost-like, at the edge of a clump of trees. So that's where you were, Tiff. I might have known. Carrie called softly to the horse, holding out her hand as if she were hiding a surprise. The white horse came gracefully towards her, reaching out a twitching nose, and the girl looped the lead rope around the strong neck. Is this your mum's horse? Bryn had been following silently a few steps behind Carrie and Chad. He came closer now that Carrie held the horse with the loose rope. You said she was grey. Most white horses are called greys, Carrie explained. Why? Well, 
If they have black skin underneath their white hair, they're called grey, and if they have pink skin underneath, they're called white. Black skin? Bryn screwed up his face in disbelief. Such a pure white coat could not possibly have black skin underneath. Have a look, then. Carrie pulled the lead rope tighter and parted the white hair on the horse's shoulder with her finger and thumb. Bryn hesitated. Come on, the girl said impatiently. You can't see from there. Chad was already stroking the mare's muscled shoulder while she pressed her soft muzzle into Carrie's hand, looking for oats. Finding none, she then rubbed her head against Carrie's T-shirt, regarding Bryn closely from the corner of her eye. For a single moment, Bryn saw himself and the lake reflected in the luminous brown eye of the horse. Not all of himself. He was so close.